is Cynthia McIntosh, and I welcome you to Negas of Truth Broadcast. All today, I want to share a word to share with us why we can expect healing from God in our lives. One of the reasons that we can expect it is because God loves to confirm his words of redemption through signs, through tangible things that happen in our life. And one of those things that he knows we value is healing. And for that reason, for many of us to to show us God's love, to, to guide us to him, he will cause healing in our lives. And that's why I encourage us to expect healing for those of us that are sick in our souls and sick in our bodies. Those of us that are dealing with mind issues and emotional issues and wheel issues. Some of us, our wheels have been poisoned by our atmosphere. We, we, we're suffering peer pressure. And, 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 and sometimes God has to clean us out and remove from us the teaching of bad behaviors, the teaching of, of things that have basically taken over our lives. For you see, sin does not come into our life for us to enjoy. It comes into our life to control us. Yes, Satan's promise <coughs> excuse me, of temporary blessings, temporary feelings of, of fulfillment comes with a price for accepting and making decisions to live in sin is like drinking poison that tastes sweet like honey. But once it gets into our system, it then begins to cause us to die minute by minute, hour by hour, day by day. Sometimes it's a, it t just takes time. And what we have to do, beloveds, is to seek God for healing for some of us while we're sinking into sin, sinful lifestyles, sinful ways of living. We desire, we want to live, and the good news is that we have a God that loves us and will heal us to draw us to him closer. For you see, God uses the healing of our bodies and our souls to guide us to spiritual healing. He will start with the tangible to get to the spiritual. He'll heal your body. He'll heal your soul. He'll heal your mind. He'll heal your emotions because he wants you spiritually. He wants to have you eternally. <laughs> he doesn't just want you to live on this earth and die and then go to hell to a place where something is burning all the time. But he wants you to live to be with him and Christ in the new heaven and earth. You see, when we get to the new heaven and earth, Christ will be there and God will be there too. It talks about God's throne being there where we can come before God as much as we like. And I, and I love telling this story because, beloveds, as Christians, the best is yet to come. Yeah, the time is going to come when God is going to separate the wheat from the tear. He's going to separate the evil from the good. 
Because one thing God's love will do, it will not allow evil to overcome good. He's going to bring an end to it. Satan's ultimate plan on this earth is to take it over from A to Z. Our homes, our economy, our jobs, our relationships. He wants to define marriage. Satan wants to rebuild this earth on his plans, on his laws and rules. And what God wants to do is to draw us away from Satan's plan into the plan of redemption and in turn receive eternal life. So I want to encourage us to expect expect God to show up to confirm his word in his life. What God wants to do is to cause us to believe more strongly and, and I take that theme from Mark 16, 19, 20, where it says that the disciples went out and preached everywhere. And the Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs. At this time, this text was written after Christ left the earth bodily. But Christ remained with them. Allowing his healing power to go forth. To bring people to repentance. Yes. And today I want to take us deeper into this theme of the expectation of healing. And how God uses healing to bring us closer to him. I want to share the story of a man that was blind from his birth. And in this story you will see that he receives Christ through the physical ministry of Christ to his body. And in return to that healing in his life, he was able to accept Christ as the Son of God. So let me go into this text and share with you more nuggets of truth from a story that I believe we need to meditate upon. It says in John chapter 9, first verse, it says, Now as Jesus passed by, he saw a man who was blind from birth. You see in this first text, this first sentence of this text, that Jesus encountered a man that could not see him, but Christ saw him. In other words, Jesus was watching the people and he found this man in the midst of this crowd. He had never ever been able to see from his birth. And, and Christ does that today. He's looking for people that have issues that mankind cannot heal. God is looking for situations where the doctor says that you'll never survive this. He's looking for situations where genetically we should 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 lose our minds because our father lost his mind, our mother lost his her mind. Oh yes, our siblings are mentally sick and so it just seems to be natural for us to lose our mind too, but but God wants to break the cycle of sin. Break the curse of, 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 of disease in our life. And so he's looking for people that can be touched by his power 
that no one has ever not ever seen or experienced. And, and, and so, unfortunately, when Jesus found this man, his disciples were there. And the next verse says, and his disciples asked him, saying, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? You see, the disciples assumed that this man was born blind because of sin. And that's not always true. Oh, yeah, there's some sicknesses that come as a result. Of sinful behaviors but not always the case for sometimes sickness come into our life so that God can be glorified in other words sin is planned into our life's journey so that our life's journey can be a testimony for God in this world and so Jesus answered his disciples he said neither this man nor his parents sinned but that the works of God should be revealed in him. Christ wanted the disciples to know that this situation is a part of my plan to show the world who I am. Jesus goes on to say in verse 4, he said, I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no man can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. I believe Jesus was saying through this word in verse 5, 4 and 5 of John chapter 9, he's saying what good we have an opportunity to do, we should do it quickly. Jesus found an opportunity and he didn't want to miss it. He didn't say, oh, maybe I'll find this man tomorrow and I'll do it then. He said, no, I'm going to do it now. <laughs> I found this man and I need to use him to show the world that I am the son of God. And after he said these things, he didn't go to the man and ask him did he want to be healed. Again, this man was blind. He didn't know who Jesus was. But the Bible said he spat on the ground and made clay with his saliva. He then anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay and he said to him go wash in the pool of Siloam which is translated sin so he went and washed and came back saying you see in this text that Jesus took his spit which apparently and I must say this was anointed with the with the healing power from his body it was something in Jesus that even his saliva could bring forth healing he could have spoken it, but no, he took a spit and put it on the man's eyes. And I believe Jesus did this to let the people know that this healing is connected to me. That I am both God and I am both man. But my saliva is different from yours. Jesus' saliva was anointed with the power of God. And he told him to go to a pool. And the reason he sent to the, him to that particular pool, because the pool's name meant sent. You see, Jesus was trying to tell them something, because they knew that. For this pool's name, as with many pools in that time, had a history behind it. There was a reason. And this pool was named to provide a podium for Christ to preach the good news. You see, every situation in our life is a setup 
for God's name to be glorified and he yet wants to be glorified in our life today. And that's why I'm asking and challenging us to expect the healing power of God. Allow the power and the presence of God to work in your life. Be obedient to his voice for this man found himself blind, being told to be sent to a pool to wash. And when he washed his eyes, he came back seeing. What is God asking you to do? What does he want you to do or go to so that you can be a witness for him? You see, God made this man a witness to the healing power of God. And today he wants to do the same. Allow God to direct you to your place of healing. Well, beloved, I've got to go. God bless you. And I hope to share again with you all next week.